Greetings, fellow Slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted GM, Brian, welcoming you once again to the show. Uh, As always, I want to thank each and every one of you awesome fellow Slingers out there that are subscribing to the show and leaving us those five-star ratings and reviews. It is really bolstering the show, and I got to tell you, I'm really, really pleased with seeing that. Also, it looks like we're starting to get some fans that are digging our newest hard slinger, David Radke. He makes an awesome addition to our digital rage room. Please don't forget the other hard slingers as well. These guys, they've been busting butt as well and killing kabolds and everybody else. Oh no, don't take me alive. Yes, those guys. Remember those guys from the Blood Valor? You bet. Anyways, please, on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on, continue leaving us that five-star rating and review. It goes a long way. Also, don't forget, tell your friends. And if you don't have any friends, make some friends because this is a huge, huge hobby that we all really enjoy. And I know that it's just strange that you find people that are in this niche that you didn't think would be, and then you start talking to them about this awesome hobby that we really enjoy. And next thing you know, you realize that, hey, they're playing it too. Or, hey, they're listening to it too. They say, what podcast do you listen to? Well, I listen to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. Really? Me too. Aren't those guys great? You bet. Did you leave them that five-star rating and review? You bet I did. I also subscribe to their YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20. Yeah, man. What'd you do? Well, I smashed that like button and I subscribed to their channel. Keep up the good work, all you fellow slingers. Remember, we dig you. We dig you each and we dig you all. Well, let's see. I think I've got just about everything I needed to say get it out of the way early. So why don't we warm up our dice and top off our glass as Roll the Hard 20 podcast presents episode 33 of our Dragon's Demand run-through, Taking Inventory. Yeah, see what Hung Clay left behind. <laughs> don't be stealing anything, you hard slingers. I'm watching you. Let me tell you that we will be behind sending out busy me. You're so busy today sending out all of your memes. I know. Well, some of those memes <laughs> I sent you were from last night, and I just knew you were sleeping. Some dude with a fucking hemorrhoid just passing logs, and it's, then you see a an scalpel. Animated version of it. <laughs> It, uh, it resonated with me though, yeah. man. It resonated I with me. Don't even want to know. It spoke to me. Hey, <laughs> just well, Junior, you should go over to meatspin.com. Just don't do Meat it on spin? a work, don't do it on a work computer. I don't know if it <laughs> dude, I don't know if that up. site is still around or not. I don't know, but well, he he was messaging me throughout the day, and I actually was was trying to think: Is he working today? And then he sends me the picture of the car that's all busted up out back. I'm like, God, he must just have time on his hands. It was a uh, zero fucks day, so yeah. I got a, got over it after uh, ten o'clock. Here, I'll yeah. I'll save you the. Um, let's see if meat spins still around. Let's not do oh. that while we're recording. No, it's I muted it, dude. <laughs> I, muted it. I can see it in your glasses. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're sharing screen. You're scaring me. No, I didn't say <laughs> not watch it. Just zoom in or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
It was good times. I needed this tonight, man. It's been a freaking crazy week. Mm. Everybody ready, man. We've got Thanksgiving coming up in the time that the real time when we're recording this. Yeah, and if you get to Lowe's or Home Depot, I'm sure they have the 4th of July uh, decorations out by now. Yeah. Fuck, man. (laughs) I went to look for uh, Halloween decoration stuff like October 13th. They had just a small little corner, and that was it. Yeah. And the rest of it was all Christmas. I was like, what the fuck? We're still in October. Yeah, we did the same thing. We went to go try to buy some skeletons at Lowe's because uh, we saw them there like a week earlier. So in Brandy and I both walk in the store because it was off to the right. Right when you walk in, we just stopped and paused. It looked like a winter wonderland. They had all the lit up reindeer and shit and the candy canes and the lights and I do not miss retail. And the cute little elves. My my favorite my favorite meme going around right now is uh, we will end the war on Christmas when Christmas stops occupying Thanksgiving (laughs) or no occupying November. Yeah, it used to be um, you would start listening to Christmas music two weeks before Christmas, and then it went to the beginning of thanksgiving to christmas and now it's like all november long <laughs> well you know? that's because you're a baby junior. <laughs> that's because you're I a baby it. junior <laughs> i know i'm a child but around thanksgiving i start playing it because my favorite man's coming out mr buble i thought i thought oh, you were like Michael. going asian yeah. for a minute when you said around <laughs> around <laughs> around <laughs> My wife's birthday is at the beginning of December, so my tradition, I get her a new Christmas CD because she loves the holidays. So I get her a Mariah Carey jam all December. Yeah. With more I festive. think I got Buble last year. Extra festive. Extra, <laughs> extra fe- It's like with extra screams. Nice. Yeah. Well, Mariah Carey actually did that. She came out with her original Christmas album, and then she came out one with uh, another one a few years, like five years later. It was called Extra Festive. Didn't you say it was the same album? It's like the same song. She just re-recorded them. That made them extra festive. Yeah, extra festive. Got to sprinkle that extra screams in there. What? There was an episode of Cribs, and literally Mariah Carey just walked around her house trying on different out, uh, outfits for like probably three hours. I would watch that shit all day. On loop. Yeah, I'm like she's got a bow now. This is nice. Okay, doing a little Roll of toilet paper. Yeah, full pumper oh of Jergens. She's got a duvet. <laughs> None. None of that aloe vera bullshit. That lanolin. <laughs> lanolin. <laughs> that lanolin. That lanolin shit. Little Jergens and a uh, Bugs Life um, fleshlight. You're all set. <laughs> you guys, fans of the big hit. I love that movie. That's where you got that from. That's what he was talking about. The guy, my sister saw that movie before me and she's horrible. So she showed me and the guy, the picture where the guy's face is actually up on the poster in the adult shop. He's like yeah. the number one customer. Customer of the month. month. It's all crunch. He's just all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in the middle of the fight scene too. So he looks up and they're like, it stops. So like, wait. And then they go back to fighting. He's got that eagle claw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mattress springs. Well, with the eagle claw out of the way, let's bring this shit home. Actually, before we begin, actually, let me lead us in first, and then I'll make something else. 
Ready, guys? <laughs> yes. Ready. Oh, Do yeah. it. <laughs> Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted GM, Brian, and with me, the hard slingers. Yeah. Episode oh, yeah. 33 of our Dragon's Man run through. Before we begin, though, I want to give a shout out to Boyd Jones. You subscribed to the YouTube channel. Thank you very much. Pass that on. We Thank love you, Boyd. Boyd. Yeah, Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dude for my 5e game. No bullshit. I know. Awesome. That's, That's what I awesome. figured when you said that, some, <laughs> that you've been passing it on. I was like, right on. But it populated in my uh, email account. Every time I get a subscriber, I see the population of that. So I want to give Boyd a shout out. Thanks Thank a lot. You, I really appreciate it. I hope you like the material. Now moving on to something important like your demise. So currently you guys are standing in front of Hung Clay's Manor. The door is closed. Now, three of you have been in the manor before. Uh, you were supposed to be going to the Blood Vow Lair, but instead you made a slight detour to the manor. And uh, at the time you saw Caledestina, who is the town undertaker, and she was waiting for some some form of release to remove <clears throat> the cabolt that was cooked in front of the door. And at the time, there was also a deputy. One deputy mule was hanging out there as well. She eventually took the body, and he said he would watch out front for you for a few minutes. You guys went in into the manor for about five minutes, and you explored around a few rooms. Uh, you heard the birds going ape shit at the back of the, the entrance and everything. And you found a dining room and uh, a spiral staircase that went up or down. You decided to go down and found a, uh, a storage room. And then that led into a long hallway that stretched north and south and did some other stuff. And you guys started hearing him yelling from above. Hey, you know, I got to close this place up. All that is still in your fresh in your mind, except for you, Dempsey. You haven't been in the manor yet. But there's a reason why you should be here as well. And that's your little secret. So as you guys stand in front of this closed door right now, it's probably about 4, 4.30 after you did all your business in Belhaim. What would you like to do? I believe Dempsey, Dempsey was already at the front door, if I recall. Yes. He was ready to bust in for us. Bust a bust. And we, when we were going, I think uh, Warren was reaching and he just kind of very politely, kind of the two fingers on Warren's chest and kind of with a nod, kind of, you know, let him know I got this. And then he reaches for the handle of the door and twists it to open it. And it does twist, it has remained unlocked since the last time. The three of you were in this manner. Mm. So my son is calling me, but I can't take the call. Bad times, Gavin. Sorry, I love you. Well, either Flint or Chris has possession of the keys. I don't know if it was for his manner, but let's try the keys out. Well, the, uh, the door will... is unlocked. Door's unlocked. The door's oh, unlocked. door is unlocked. I thought you said it was locked. No, yeah. it, I just said it was closed. Um, but you do have a ring that has two keys. One's a iron key and one is a 
uh, bronze key, I believe. So push the door open and, you know, see what we can see. As you push the door open, things are very similar to how they were before. You see a large room in front of you. It's 40 feet from left to right, and it extends forward about 65 feet. And then at the northern end, you see it has a curvature to it. You see in the middle of the room, there are three couches that face each other on a large rug. Against the northern wall, you see a large bird cage that's probably about 10 feet in diameter. Right to your left against the west wall is a door that's closed. And against the middle of the eastern wall is another door that is closed. Uh, Warren, do you do you recall that door was open the last time we were here on the, the west on, wall? The one on the west? Uh, well, yes. Didn't we go down it? I thought we, we went down it and looked at the two. So I wonder if there has been someone else in here. Um, what type of flooring is there in here? It's all stone. Hmm. Um, make a perception check, everybody. Ooh. Warren. Uh, 20. Flaccid 20. 20. Well, it's to be. Dos. Actually, no. Sorry. No. 13. 13. Flint. I didn't add my modifier. (laughs) Eight. Eight. Dempsey. 23. I rolled a 16. 23. Damn. As As the four of you, um, by the way, it's important that I know if you have a marching order or where everybody is in the room. Yeah, the tanks up front. Like, like wherever you go, <laughs> that way I could describe things to that particular individual. So uh, I think to... Dempsey has taken point. It sounds like either Warren or Stabby will be second. The other one would be the third. And I'm assuming Flint is covering our asses as usual. Okay. I'll, I'll cover it up the rear. Um, MC, you've never been in this place before, the, but the first thing that, that strikes you is how quiet it is. As for yeah, the, the birds are gone? As for Warren and Stabi, you don't hear the birds at all. The cage mm. is still there, but the entire room is very quiet. So I'll step in and listening to that, kind of look back at the other guys thought this was supposed to be dangerous and he just kind of put his hands up like you know what's going on sorry did you expect books to come flying off the wall and beat you senseless looks a little sheepish (laughs) I didn't honestly know what to expect neither truth be told we're not completely certain either um Brian, I will uh, cast Detect Magic real quick and basically see 
are there concentrations of magic? Um, you know, what type of magic? Uh, I think you said that from the outside, the whole place lit up with um, evocation. Yes, that's correct. And even in this room, you get that aura as well as a other mixtures of different, uh, almost like samplings of other magic throughout the whole room that extend along the walls, along the stone ceiling, um, and the stone floor. You get the feeling that uh, that the whole place is pretty much set up uh, to be a like a, a fortress of some type. You know, like a, I'm at a loss for the word I want to look for here. Like a keep? Kind of like that, yeah. Almost like a, a last bastion. So Stabby grabs Dempsey's arm and just kind of tugs on it to get his attention. <clears throat> Dempsey, um, proceed carefully. Um, something has changed since the last time we've been here. These doors on the west were open, and we heard bird. there was a bird in the cage on that northeast. Um, there were several birds. There were several yeah, birds, yeah. yes. Several so birds. Proceed carefully. Somebody's been here. Understood. Um, I think he'll just start walking across the room and like looking for tracks, looking for um, uh, what happened to the birds that they're talking about in this cage. So tell me where you want to go. Can he cross the room past the couches and um, up? I think you said it was on the north side to where the bird cage is. And you see other feathers. Now, remember the, the layout that I gave you guys of what the, the blueprint looks like? you could kind of get an idea what what it is now the the dimensions from what i described first uh-oh we'll keep going the dimensions oh. for what i described versus the dimensions of the blueprint are different but i believe that grengel had described that the stones that they had shipped and built this thing out of were very very thick they weren't just like six eight inches they were like feet thick is what this place is made out of so as you start making your way to the northern part of this room you look inside the bird cage and you see there's five dead birds laying on the bottom of this cage um, um can we the, is there any um observable trauma now i'm assuming you're still at the door unless you walk unless you tell me you you oh no. the room. I, like, like, so i'm there. saying i need to know where everybody's going so i can okay. describe exactly yeah what i'm you back see. i'm back at the the front still i haven't moved forward warren would be following dempsey okay kind of lean like like cocks his head back to the other two and whistles like hey, here's your birds <laughs> I tell you this guy, man. Unfortunate. Um, the birds too. Um, looking down at the birds, are they? Um, you okay, man? You keep dropping. You're muted. I'm okay, but. I don't know what's going on with my connection. It's like glitching in and out. Okay. Everything's working uh, fine right now. Okay. okay. 
we'll see how long that lasts. Um, I look down at the uh, birds. Um, uh, does it look like they have been affected by anything, or are they just suddenly dead? Uh, why don't you make a perception check? Uh, six. six. I am probably distracted by any magical auras that are nearby. What is that that cantrip called? What is it that you detect yeah. magic? Detect magic. Yeah, you so, can't. Go ahead. You can't yeah. discern what took these birds out. They're just five dead birds. However, mm-hmm. you do detect magic on the ankle of the largest bird. There appears to be something around its ankle. Um, is the cage magic at all? It doesn't appear to be, no. Okay, I will very, very cautiously reach out. Um, and actually with my dagger in hand, um, I will uh, just flip the latch of the cage. Um, and then uh, kind of like with the tip of my dagger, like move the, the bird around so I can get a closer look at whatever it's on its ankle. Okay, as you flip it as you like a rotisserie chicken you basically flip this dude over you see that on its ankle appears to be some kind of a key like a silver key interesting um okay i will uh warren will pull out uh a pen huh (laughs) what he said you you're gonna pull out a good advice. Scientific birth control. Correct. Gravity. You can never get pregnant if she's on top. Oh, whatever. I use the lunar cycle. <laughs> so did my Just naughty. I'm going to move on past this. So, um, Warren is going to uh, take out uh, uh, take out a sheaf of uh, papers, um, like a s- small, almost. Uh, notepad of sorts and um uh, an inkwell pen and we'll start uh jotting down and, and taking inventory including observations um you know he will start inventorying starting with like the bird cage and we'll give super rough like uh description like you know gold bird cage uh large six feet tall you know uh three feet diameter base and then in parentheses like five dead birds inside well he will just give like quick little annotation notes of things I'm sure like you're that. right there's a red one it's important yeah well i can only it's imagine important until Warren, that thing like, gets plucked and cooked or in writing down birds bird cage scratch off birds because <laughs> <laughs> you're doing all that magic stuff as you're doing all of your inventory magic. of the hunkley manner <laughs> mm-hmm. i gotta say i'm very proud of you warren for that for what just the way that you found the key and, and that you're still staying on task mm-hmm. i'll give you a gold balloon careful that may be coming back at you real soon i appreciate it i look forward to it <laughs> stabby um, stabby's still up at the the by the front door and he he looks in the direction of warren and dempsey um flint i believe you're still with me 
Yeah, I'm right behind you. And as long as the Wi-Fi allows. <laughs> and um, Stebby looks in their direction and and whistles and and puts his arm up like, "What's going on?" You know, shrugs his shoulders, saying, "What's what's going on?" What the fuck? TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Uh, Warren just turns around and says, "Well, we are here for something." Um, and he kind of like wa- uh, wags the papers, and um, the birds are have died. I don't know what from. I don't see like obvious like blood or anything. I'm assuming I would be able to see that without like a. Even I I assume I would notice if like the bottom of the cage was covered in blood and like a head was bashed open. Yeah, no, there's no blood anywhere in the cage at all. Okay. There's also no um, food and no water, though. Right. So Warren turns back and says, uh, "I, uh, the birds are dead. I'm assuming they starved or were dehydrated. Um, but there does seem to be something here. And Warren will take a closer look at the key. Um, what type of magic aura is the key giving off? Illusion illusion so he'll kind of like poke at it a little bit with his dagger does it look like it has like a latch that can be removed from the 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 leg of the bird yeah yeah it actually looks as though the like a it resembles a charm that's in the shape of a key and Mm. it's it's folded around the bird's leg interesting almost like, almost like hinged around the leg like if okay. it were to come off, it could, it could straighten out or it could fold back up. Okay, Warren will very, very carefully, gingerly, try to uh, unhinge it from the bird's leg. Okay, it doesn't require any depth skill at all. It's just basically the where the teeth of the key meet the the ring aspect. Mm-hmm. It just unsnaps and then hinges open. Okay. Who's got the key ring? Flint does. Okay. Warren will uh, gesture over to him and like a ghostly hand will take the key ring across the room. You lazy And drop it in front of Flint. (laughs) You drop it in front of him? Uh, Like uh, the the hand will float there for a second and then if uh, Flint doesn't take it, the hand just drops it. Well, he's a dwarf. Yeah, he's I'll close to the ground. He's fifty yeah. percent down already. So, as opposed Flint to the halfling, which hands. is hundred percent down there already. <laughs> so, I think Debsy will be like, "Any of you know anything about birds? They didn't tell me much about this place. Did the guy just pack up and leave his pets?" Um, mm. No, we we <clears throat> we suspect that he was. Um, I'm yelling across the room still. I'm still up front. We we suspect that that Hunclay was um, involved in the kobolds below the wizard's tower, and we believe we found um, what what was his body. How long so, was he dead? Uh, very difficult to tell. And while I think I'm, it was, I think it was like a four days, a few days. Yeah. yeah. I'll start so, crossing the room back over to where you guys are so we're not shouting. So, 
as, yeah, as you're walking back across, Stabi, you and Flint have remained at the door, correct? You guys are in the yes. inside the building. Yep. As you as this rapport is going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, you hear you both hear a tick, and then the floor beneath your feet swings down. And I need for you both to make a reflex save as basically the floor just opens up beneath you. That'd be acrobatics. Nope. No, reflex. reflex. Oh, reflex. Yeah, you have Flex. a reflex save. Flex, Flex, Flex. Should be one of the four saves. Or, well, three saves. Three actually. saves. Sorry. Well, I always, for some reason, I always considered the AC as a, as a save, stupidly, but... Uh, I mean, actually, fourth edition kind of treats them all as defenses. Yeah. Kind of what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. fortitude, you're defending against sickness. Yeah. 18 got a 19 for flint okay you both manage to fall down 10 feet and take half damage you take two points of damage each two points rush over the edge look down are you okay yeah fine yeah we're okay this this caught Caught me by surprise. I look back what? over Warren like you weren't kidding. <laughs> and uh, as soon as you say that, Warren makes a gesture in an ear uh, in the air, um, and you actually see like force wrap around him as he decides that it would be more prudent to put up his mage's armor. <laughs> what does your mage armor look like? Is it like stylized? Uh, no, uh, uh, honestly, it's mostly, it looks as it's being cast, like it's just kind of warping the air around it for a second, and then it kind of like smooths over, so you can't tell that it's actually there. Dempsey, help me up. Help me up. All right. Um, you said he's lifelock. Beep, 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 beep. Help me, I've fallen, I've fallen and, I can't get and I can't get up. <laughs> help me out of this, this pit. Um, look around. Any of you guys have a, a bit of rope? I think Flint does have rope and climbing gear, so Flint will actually toss up the rope that he has. Yeah, toss up. Toss it up. I'll belay for you. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> how, how far did we fall? Ten feet? Just ten said? feet. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll toss the, the rope up. I don't think I need to save or anything for that. No, and, and judging by the distance that you fell down, um, it wouldn't take too long for you both to get out. So, oh. you know, just given enough time, you guys would eventually defy the odds and, and Flint, you would get out and Stubby, you'd eventually climb on his back and get out as well. So Master Blaster rising out of the pit one more time. <laughs> <laughs> um, the depth of the pit is that because we had gone at least briefly down the to the basement last time we were here was yes, it as it far was, down as that it was further you went further down than that than the 10 feet and the reason why it didn't trigger off last time was because everybody entered and kept moving mm-hmm. i don't know if you remember last oh. time i asked you where is everybody at and where are they going and nobody we remained. walked immediately into the room yeah, nobody remained at the front door otherwise it would have triggered that trap as well so Mm. Might be a good idea to look around and see if there's any other 
traps in this uh, vicinity. But it might give you an idea of what you're uh, maybe in for. So eventually, Flint will look over to. Oh, Flint will look over to Dempsey and be like, "And you were saying there is no harm in this house?" (laughs) Yeah. So if we're talking about marching order, I definitely think I should be up front, and then maybe um, I'm assuming the rogue is good at trap finding. Like you could be like behind me, also looking at that stuff. So look at it together, and then I can actually make the approach. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to take the front, that's fine. Who did you want to bring up the second, Stubby or Warren? Yeah, do you want to bring, bring up Seppin? No, it sounds like a good plan. Okay, Flint, you gonna bring up the rear? Yes. Copy that. Okay. It just makes it easier, also, when I'm looking at the at the tracker. How I know somebody would see something first or second, or I could ask so and so to make a check or whatever. The, the door that you guys mentioned was uh, closed, that was open last time. I kind of want to get a look at that. That's like standing out to me. Well, they had opened it last time. Okay. And they left it open and now it's closed. And that's, I would, that's against the Western wall. We're all standing at the, the top of this 10 foot pit, right? Except for Warren. Warren, you're still over. You're still over your, with the your mic dropped, Warren. Oh, sorry. I turned my uh, mic off because there was an ambulance going by. Um, yeah, no. Warren Warren stayed over at the other side because uh, um, lo- it looked like Dempsey had everything in hand and they were not bu- blood-curdling screams of death. So. Uh, hey, Dem- Dempsey, do you, do you want to wait for Warren before we go look at this door? On the west, on the west side that that was previously open is now closed. Yeah, well, we can do that. We ought, have been sent here for a task, so I don't know if you want to start with this room. That was actually Dempsey that I asked that question of. No, you asked Warren. No, I asked Dempsey. Well, you said you said waiting for Warren, so Warren chimed in. Oh, I just heard Warren. Dempsey, Warren, do you want to add anything to this? Let's uh, checking out the key and watching you guys go back, just figuring out where we're going to start in this room, in this house. Dempsey, I'm, I'm going to go uh, check that, that door for traps. Would you like to accompany me? Sure. Is there anything else that we should be looking at? I mean, bookcases or anything? Like, if it's just the couches and stuff, I feel like this is kind of, you know, we've got this room sort of figured out. Obviously, yeah, really, the, the only thing in this room, um, other than the the nice couches and this beautifully ornate cage, you also see that. Uh, what else was in there? There was a like a large, beautiful rug. I think it was of Osirian make that was covering the floor as well. And these are like the kind of things I think that that maybe she was saying to to inventory. So eventually they could sell it off at the auction. Warren is actually gonna gonna go a, a little above and beyond as we take inventory. So Warren actually has the appraise skill. Nice. So uh, he's going to d- just like jot in the margins, like estimated net worth, particularly of key items. Okay. Such as the cage, um, the furniture. The cage and it's the garage sale version of it. Give me five bucks for it. Shut up, you slob. 
actually have this written down somewhere. Hold on a second. Thanks for nothing, Warren, you bastard. Stebby is growing kind of impatient with with the well, with the DM because he's got to find the stupid page of all this no, shit. No, he's, he's growing. I mean, he's yeah. he's growing impatient with with just that we're kind of standing around and and doing what we were asked. Okay, yeah, tell me what you want to do, and I'm then I could, uh, as I'm getting through all this stuff, I'll give Warren what he wanted to know. I don't like Ryan doesn't need to know the the actual numbers. I'm just stating that Warren is going to be okay. Got it. Okay, cool. Making notes as he goes. Very good. Thank you. We go through the couch cushions and see if there's any like remote controls or (laughs) turning my show into a fucking pawn shop review. (laughs) Best I can do. Silver coins. Yeah, right. Yeah, how much is this eagle back coin worth? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, no, but uh, please continue with Stabby and Dempsey. Well, they went through the door, right? And they're checking for traps. Okay, go ahead and make your uh, your inspection. It's my perception check. That is going to be an 18. An 18. The door does not appear to be trapped. Uh, I look back at Dempsey and this this door looks clear. I'm. Uh, you want to give this a give this a try? Open this door up. All right. So you kind of blows into his hand and then reaches out to the 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 door hand i don't know why doorknob is escaping me right now uh reaches out to the doorknob twists it and sees it gives it a pull and you it actually pushes push yeah and you see it stretches out uh before you a 35 foot long hallway this is the one that you remember seeing before stubby we're down at the opposite you know, at the, at the very end, opposite each other are two doors that are closed. One in the north wall, one in the south wall. And still, we don't hear any movement. No, you're not hearing there. anything. It's still very quiet in here. Very similar to how it was last time, with the exception of the birds going crazy. You know, most likely they were very agitated, not just because new people were in there, but probably because they were so hungry. So last time you all were here, there was nothing, right? Only the birds, Dempsey. All we heard was the birds. This hall, as we went down, um, we've we've already looked at the room to the on the north end of this hall and the south end, and we didn't find anything of particular interest. But somebody has been here something may have changed since we were here last. And I'll just give a nod to Warren as he's, you know, doing his tasks. Obviously, we're not going to move ahead until he's ready. Flint, what are you doing? You stand next to that, that pit still, or what's going on with the... No, I'm in the middle of the room uh, by the couches. I'm just waiting to move on to the next room. I don't... Uh, can I make a... There wasn't really much other than what you described in this room, I take it, then. Is no, there that, any, can I make a perception for anything that might fit a small key? Cause that's kind of what Flint's interest is at where this other key might belong to. Okay. Um, tell me how you want to go about making that check. I mean, you're looking at, at anything around, right? Anything like 
within the walls, like any kind of like chest, uh, sculpture of some kind that might have uh, just some kind of hole in it. And you don't see anything like that. Uh, like I said, all you see are the, the sofas that are on top of that, that rug. You see the cage, you see the two doors, um, you see other little ornate bullshit around the walls, like a couple dozen paintings, all with gilded frames, um, portraits of landscapes and other shit like that. Uh, Just other weird, uh, exquisite artistry. Uh, Okay. While everyone's doing that, uh, Flint wants to take the time and actually move the couches off the really nice rug. Okay. And carefully flip the rug off of its where it's located. Just kind of like see if anything's underneath it. Okay. Yeah, good. You roll it over and take a look and and you see that it's stone floor just like everything else that's around it, except for it's probably a little cleaner. But yeah, it's you see that from your perspective that the floor is complete. Okay. He'll uh move towards Stabby and and Dempsey to see what they're up to. I think Are you just, guys gonna go through the hallway or <laughs> I'm just standing there like shadow boxing and like looking at the paintings. Yeah, and you still got the you, know, you got this door that leads down to those other two rooms, the door in the east wall, and then the spiral staircase that goes up and down. So um, I mean, I if there's just the furniture and the birdcage and like the rug in here, I don't think Warren will take more than a couple of minutes. So once he's yeah. done, he'll go and join the others. And this is really the entrance, you know, to the of his manner. This isn't the grand foyer. Let's socialize. Mm. Let's, you know, let's have some funky shit going on here. It's just the entry of whatever's been going on. Uh, Flint's interested in going to that uh, that one room that had the large table, like their meeting room. You said there's pictures and and shelves with books and stuff on it. Yeah, that was the. well, there was a parlor, which was um, in the northern wall, again, you know, in the northern door, and that had uh, that huge globe of Galarian that had gold uh, latitude and silver longitude lines, and it was all crusted uh, with different gems to mark the continents and whatnot in the oceans. Uh, it also had uh, like the sextant and astro lobes and all these other little things that kind of denote some kind of uh, astronomy or astrology uh, dabblings. But the you remember that the door in the southern wall led to a large dining room that had a table with uh, pictures of pyramids all around it mm-hmm. and uh, plates and other stuff already on the table. So you tell me where you would like to go. I mean, Flint's interested in going to the study or downstairs. I mean, where do you guys want to start? Hearing about this globe and all that, that sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, wasn't that in the southern room on the west wing? The northern room. Northern room, okay. Yeah. So So cautiously. That's that's the door. That's the hallway you guys are looking down. Mm-hmm. It's the western hallway. So. Yes. 
after seeing the the hallway or the the, the pit trap, I think Dempsey's just gonna cautiously walk, you know, kind of testing each tile as he gets closer. And then when he gets to the door, he just kind of like gestures at Stebby. And that's the thing, they're not it, the floor is not tile, it's like stone. Yeah. The masonry. Is that what the front was? Sorry, yeah. everything was stone. It's still even, the stone. even the one that that opened Jeez. up that trap that was stone as well. Albeit that ah. stone was thinner. So this place is tricky. Wait for Stabby to inspect the door. I am still running around with Detect Magic up, by the way. Okay. Yeah, like I said, uh, you're you're getting the feel of that throughout the whole house. Okay. Okay. We're all at the door entrance now, including Warren. Okay. To that hall. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Dempsey, uh, Dempsey, do you want to you want to start moving down this hall? I'll I'll closely follow um, until we get to that door. Yep. Okay. So I'll 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 follow Dempsey down that hall. And then uh, um, I yell back, Flint, you, you want to go to the south door, right? Correct. <clears throat> okay. Dempsey, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, uh, see if I can find a trap on the south door. Sure. I'll just step kind of past that in that little alcove past the two doors and just make way for you. Okay. So I'll do a uh, perception check. It's going to be a... Th- 31 Ooh. that is a hard 20. Oh, shit. Yeah, the hard 20. Wow. <laughs> Love it. Remember? You, right you even show? know where the tree that this that made this door came from. Yeah, if you guys write into the show, first person write in, we'll send you a D20 with one of the stickers of the show. Just let us know who to send it to, and we'll give you a shout-out as well. So you open up the southern door, right? Is that what you're doing? No, I just I was detecting trap. You don't detect any traps just like last time. It's still benign. Okay. Dempsey, this this door looks good, my friend. With the you know, with with his assurance, I'll reach out and open that door too, or try to. And it opens, it's it swings. Um like the handle's on the left, so it swings open to your right. And you see before you, because you hadn't seen this room before, it's, it's a large dining room with a long oak table that's surrounded by these ornately carved oak chairs. On each wall hangs large framed paintings of desert landscapes and pyramids and whatnot. Uh, each, they appear to be hand drawn though. And there's a pretty uh, friendly neighborhood. Eight of these total. But wants to enter the the room as well, and okay. he's going to start examining the paintings and looking. Uh, I can't remember because we kind of weren't looking for anything in particular last time we were at the manor. But were there titles of either the art name or locations of what they were for the paintings? There were nothing. No artist had signed it, nor was it any locale. Um, why don't you do a knowledge geography for me? Uh, 
me one second. Knowledge geography. I don't think I have that on my skill list. Am I going by an old list here? No, it's knowledge no? knowledge geography is a sub <clears throat> sub class of knowledge. I think unless you have points in it, you can't access it. Yeah, right. you have to have at least one point to make that check. So okay, you may not have I, any points in that skill. Probably not then, because I don't see it on my list. Uh, just regular perception or? Uh, make a knowledge check on it. That's just going to be straight up int if you don't actually have any ranks. Okay. That's going to be a 10. A 10. You're really not familiar where, if this is a an actual place that's been um, drawn or if it's some kind of fabrication. You don't know if it's some out of somebody's imagination or if it depicts a real geographical location. Uh, I don't know if I remember mentioning last time, but there's a large window against the western wall it's of stained yeah. glass uh and right beneath that is a uh like a cabinet just a small little credenza uh flint would head over to the cabinet and examine the contents of it okay you open it up you see there's silverware knives forks spoons cutlery uh the other drawers got like saucers and then down below would be the plates and the, the coffee cups and so it's basically the place to keep all of the you know the dining utensils and whatnot for the for the table itself um what quality is the uh dining set is this like a high-end royal noble high type from what you can he's, tell he's I mean, gonna you're make off of to, the silver now you're probably used to eating off of paper plates with wooden forks and shit sporks <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh and so anything's probably high quality if it's got some kind of uh, metal composition to it but i mean you have to make some kind of an appraisal on that to oh what... you don't say hmm. give it to me uh, okay stebby rolls his eyes and what comes up when he does the same old shit. <laughs> uh, Warren got a 16 on an appraisal. It's 16. It looks like the silverware itself is made from silver. You know, so the metal is actual silver. And mm. the the plates and the cups and everything are made of a, of a really fine porcelain that's got a really high uh, grain to it. So it's, okay. it's super, super smooth. Uh, Warren will, as going through and looking at everything, is jotting down on the inventory list. Moves on to the next page, continues jotting down. Well, as you're standing in front of the credenza, you know, with the window above, you notice that the window itself is just really thick. It's probably like two or three feet thick. That's this mosaic of glass. Is there any imagery on, on the stained glass or is it just color no, blend? Just, just exactly. That's a great description. It's just color blended, but it's just, and there's no, 
um, figures or or any design in it. It's just uh, iconography. Yeah, nothing like that. So just really thick ass glass. And it appears to be one piece. Think it'd be locked. Yeah. Uh, Flint would actually be examining the the window and be like, "Have you guys ever seen?" A window this thick, made out of one solid glass. It you strikes would, me a little odd. You'd probably know better than us as a dwarf. I just <laughs> <laughs> roll for initiative. Oh, roll! Here we go. <laughs> Them fighting that? words. What do you mean? Did you guys hear that? <laughs> hear what? Did you guys hear that? It was the role for initiative. Mike that just got dropped in the room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, uh, roll stone cunning then. Okay. Uh, to examine the glass. Now, do you want yes. to know um, what if you've ever seen one of those before, or what? Are, what are you trying to do? <laughs> what um. Uh, I would probably seen where it's coming from. I totally forgot glass and stone, but um, who's I want to know if I know anyone in particular or have heard of this kind of like glass making style where they just made it that thick. Like, what was the principle of it? Okay, what'd you roll? I rolled a twenty-one. Twenty-one. You've never heard of somebody making a large sheet of glass this big and this thick, but from your experience with working with stone and converting sand to glass, you would know that it would require a lot of heat, a lot of consistent heat, and it would have to take place over the entire area of that glass, of that sand. You know what I mean? In other words, you couldn't just yeah. like glass one part and then glass another part and hope it it works that would be two separate pieces whatever glassed this sand was put out a lot of heat and covered a lot of area enough to to get through something that thick so it had to be a work of big work area in order to handle this something like that yeah most likely and you've probably never seen anything like that in your hundred and some odd years Flint is going to admire the craftsmanship and jot down some Not notes bad. about this because now he's got some questions about the glass as well I mean Warren can take a look at the glass from an appraisal standpoint From an appraisal standpoint, it would probably seem damn near priceless. Loaded up. Probably never seen something like that either. And it doesn't look like it just it slides in or slides out. It's it's pretty flush to the thick walls. Mm -hmm. If the walls are, are three feet thick, it's three feet thick. Is the window itself magical? No. Okay. I was thinking the same thing. If it might um, have been magical. Well, as we work our way through, uh, Warren's adding to the list. 
Um, is there anything else of note in here that catches our eyes? That's it for the dining room area. The okay. table and the, the paintings and the credenza full of, uh, you know, silverware and, and porcelain plates and whatnot. Okay. Knowing nothing about building things or anything nice or appraising things and really coming from a pretty modest background, I think Dempsey will do just kind of like a, a 360 of the room just to kind of look Whoa, around. Oh man. <laughs> look at the paintings. And um, he just kind of rests back by the door as everybody else is doing their stuff, just like ready to move whenever. Arms folded, kind of yeah. one foot kicked back. So whenever you scumbags are ready, let's do this. Um, well, shall we move to the study? Stebby, yeah, that's... Stebby says, yes, please. He, he's Stebby is clearly getting... Um, observably uh, irritated with the time it's taking for us to, to complete this task. Now you're talking about the room that's right across the hall, correct? Mm -hmm. I think I, I denoted it as the parlor last time. Oh, okay. Apologies. No, I, it's no problem. I just, when you said study, I'm like, ah, start going through my pages. I'm like, well, wait a second, wait a second. Maybe they mean the parlor. Mm -hmm. Okay. I feel like so, me and the halfling, I have to like start jumping rope to like, have something to do just to like keep us well moving. you guys can certainly assist you guys could always break off if you want separate the party it's always a good thing it's always a great idea uh, we'll go down to, the to expedite the inspection and inventory of hunkway's manor i mean think about it you got four guys that are all traveling into one room you know how much ground you could cover if you separated into two parties or even into four separate parties you guys can each go in the inventory room at a time. It has to be done by 6.30. Back at the Wise Piper, getting somebody's phone number, somebody's pager number. Now we got to go to the Gray Hands first and then the Wise Piper. I'd like wise to... Wise Pecker? Um, I'd like to roll a bullshit <laughs> check. <laughs> you guys tell me what you want to do. I'm here to... Drive I think we're moving towards the parlor. Oh, and right. so having Dempsey and Stabby check the uh the room. Is that, door? The door. is that parlor door open? It is not as closed as well. Okay. I will attempt to uh detect traps. That's a 15. From what you can tell, it doesn't appear to be trapped. Words. All right, I will try to open it. And yeah, it depends. opens handles on the right side, so it opens to the left, opposite mm -hmm. the door, right across from the hall. Dempsey, the first thing you notice in this room, in this 30 foot by 40 foot wide room, is a deep, lush rug. Looks to be of foreign make. And it occupies the center of this this of the floor here with four small couches in each corner of the rug facing each other. And in the Northeast corner, you see a huge, probably like five foot diameter globe of Galarian. This is how I was describing it before with, you see the gold longitude lines, you see fine silver that mark the latitude lines, the continents and the, the water are all represented made of, uh, of different gems and, 
It just looks beautifully crafted. You also see uh, there's a small table uh, that's about five feet in diameter as well, depicting, uh, I'm sorry, uh, it's got all different stuff on like sextants and uh, microscopes and other telescopes and other things like that. Caterpillar uh, fleshlights. <laughs> <laughs> and all uh, along the walls, you see paintings um, that just depict unearthly landscapes. And there's eight of them on on all the walls. It just, they, they defy logic of how they look. They don't look like any type of a land that you would come across probably in Galarian. Stebby nudges Dempsey and says, Dempsey, that globe, do you see the gold? That's got to be worth thousands of gold pieces. Go look at it. No, <laughs> come with me. Come with me. We could split the profits. What do you mean? I... Nobody's here to uh, check that we haven't inventory this. This little dude rolling out this <laughs> like a hamster in a ball. I don't think it's a very good idea. Why not? We could be rich. Well, for a couple of reasons. The first one being that's not what the job is. We're specifically told not to. The second one, the rest of us on this team aren't doing that. Stebby this is Dempsey's <laughs> you know, his his conscience. Stabby is bummed that he can't use Dempsey as like the brawn of the operation. Labor. Totally. Yeah. He wanted to get this dude like, yeah, let's get him on board. You know what? If I stood on your shoulders, I could really command this thing much better. What on top of this thing really well. <laughs> yeah. oh, let me just pull your hair that way you know which direction to go. Shoot across what I'll do is I'll when I open up your right eye, we'll cover it. That's the way I want you to go, you know. I think what I would do is walk over and just like give it a spin, just because he's never seen anything like that. And he's being that nothing else has happened, he's sort of letting his guard down. And it's not slow to start. It, it's very smooth and it rotates on a like a 15 degree axis very very common to depict the world that you're currently living in it just and it's very smooth and it just keeps going and going and going like a very uh expensive spinner if you're into those things yeah fidget spinner yeah. world's most expensive <laughs> fidget spinner you fit this on the side of a uh, a wagon ladies love it um was there a another Lakes. glass window in this room there is there's one against the in the north, north right mm -hmm. and it looks identical to the one that you just saw in the previous room this one's uh wow same thing it's like about a uh, couple feet thick yeah it's easily three feet thick but i'm trying to it's probably about seven or eight feet wide squared which is the exact same dimension as the other one and then well, in the other room, you said there was eight paintings as well? Yes. That depicted so, uh, foreign land of uh, sand and pyramids and everything in the other room. In, in the other room, room, the eight paintings uh, depict like otherworldly uh, landscapes. Flynn, um, were you able to, were you able to mm -hmm. tell where that glass came from in the last room? 
I came from that little Birkin spider. Um, no, I wasn't able to. I haven't seen some craftsmanship like as impressive as this, but wherever it was from, it, it definitely required a large workspace. You know, per perhaps I can take a stab at knowing where this came from. Oh my lord! So, <laughs> I can I do? Um, I think this applies a knowledge dungeoneering check where I can identify mineral, stone, or metal. Okay. It has, it has a, a 10 difficulty check. Hmm. And I rolled a seven. <laughs> it completely baffles you how they made Cheerios so tasty and yet so small. Wow, quality shit. Uh, Warren's just going through the room and taking inventory while this is all going on. Yeah, and that, you know, with all the fixtures and everything else, uh, imagine this so far to, to this is probably the most expensive room that you've walked across so far. To, the globe is the most expensive thing yeah. so far. Yeah. Are there any. Um, uh, Anything interesting in the desk? Any uh, drawers that can't open? No, they're just uh, typical tables that are against the wall that have all these uh, ornate tools that you would use if you wanted to look into the stars or or whatnot. And it, it kind of depicts that with the, the paintings along the walls. They look as though they're uh, constellations or uh, borealises, things like that. And, and there's one or two of them that actually look almost as though like a hell type scape with a dark like a very dark background like a lot of red up front with a lot of black in the back <laughs> and uh sorry no you're not <laughs> you are not <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please excuse us while our uh, trusted GM takes I'm a moment good. to compose himself. I'm good. Because I'm totally there's good. some joke that he has deigned not to share with everyone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's only two that that resemble that, where it almost looks like a hellscape up front with, with black behind it. But the other ones are all of different uh, celestial bodies. I, again, my character has no idea what any of this stuff is. So I imagine he just picks up one of the tools and very, like, very wrongly is like holding it irregularly. And he's like, Oh, look at me. I'm a scientist. And he's looking, looking at the. the <laughs> it's like a telescope. He's like looking at and the wrong know, end. Like, super Depsy, bad. Honestly, this weird. kind of shit is, is stuff that you would you would not have even seen, let alone read about in some kind of book if you ever picked up a book that had a picture of this. Most of the stuff that's in this in this manner are just it's foreign, not just to you, but to everybody, but probably Warren or Stabi, who would probably stole something like this at one time. It's very, very <laughs> high end stuff. Yeah, just very nicely put it back after I get my my joke off. Your 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 grubby paws. Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh, Warren is uh, again. He's just being very methodical going through, he will attempt to label the uh, paintings by 
what he believes the vistas are. Um, he understands that Hunkley was obviously an accomplished practitioner of the arts and thus may very well have seen other like planes and these could very well be windows into that. Good deal. Um, and also too, again, just combing the room with detect magic, seeing if anything aside from like the structure itself is very obviously magic. You don't detect any magic in this room. And I remember you used that in here last time when you were trying to detect it on that giant globe. Mm -hmm. um, I think you guys were trying to investigate whether it came apart or if it had anything, uh, any other value besides what it actually is like arcane value. And, and there's nothing resonating from anything else in the room, not from the four couches or the rug or any of the paintings or any of the little, you know, chotskis that are all about, you know, on these tables and whatnot, but no. Is there any other uh, books in this parlor? No. No? Not here. Okay. No books. And that's strange, too, because you would think that somebody that was as renowned as Hunkley would probably have books, and yet you haven't come across them yet. Okay. Somebody clean this place know? out. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Does it look like there's anything missing? No, it looks exactly like you left it, except with the exception for the doors. of the with the exception of the doors. Interesting. Okay. Well, do you guys want to move to the basement now that we're done here, or the other side of the house? Do like level by level. Well, I don't think we've so, gone to the other side of the, the house. No, I, I don't believe we just did. went down to the basement. You guys and want that's, to clear that this spiral level? staircase went, went up and up down right? and down. Yeah, you guys just decided to go mm -hmm. down. Let's um, let let's go ahead and just finish this level here and then we can decide whether we want to go up or down. Okay. Okay. And also letting his guard down a little bit, Horn will go ahead and leave the room heading towards the other wing, but we'll wait before like going in any door that has not already been gone through. Okay. So you return back to the main uh, mm -hmm. gallery. Everybody make a perception check as you enter into the gallery. Dempsey. 17. 17. Flint. 16. 16. Stabi. 29. And Warren. <laughs> 20. Not hard. Blasted. <laughs> <laughs> so the four of you enter into the main gallery and you are all you all pause at the same time as you prepare to go across to the to the door opposite. And for the first time, you notice that that door is actually cracked slightly ajar. And it wasn't like that when you first entered. And the that's, the, that's the door on the, the northeast side of the gallery? That's correct. Stebby uh, removes his rapier from its sheath. And we'll find out what you do with that rapier next session. Yeah, I'm ready to kill somebody. You know, I'm gonna turn just like chomping at the bit. You should have made him a pacifist or something. Mm -hmm.
somebody is going to steal they you. They could have used you in the blood valve. Oh yeah. my god, right? That's all I needed yeah. to know. Yeah, they could have definitely used somebody that was a little more aggressive and could take a little bit more pain and punishment. <laughs> <laughs>